Hello and welcome to Journey Through the Decacast, a counter retrospective through the lens of decade, where I am Shin Garrett. And I'm Chris. And I don't remember what lore reason there is that Evan's not here today, but Evan's not here today. Uh, we'll retcon in a reason for it next time. Yeah, Fletch, if you want to retcon in a reason, you can just do that right here. This weekend, Kuka debuted on Shout Factory TV, and as a result, Evan has just been watching it nonstop, which explains his absence. Ta-da! Yeah, so that was the reason. That was a good reason. So today we did another episode of Tokusatsu Gagaga, episode 5. Right? Yeah, it was episode 5. It was right? episode 5. Okay, good. Chris, I know I know this is a hot take, preceded by my hot takes off air, but um, I think Tokusatsu Gagaga is my favorite show uh, we've I've watched for this podcast so far. Really? Yeah. Uh... Like I, I think, think I still like Zio better, but Tokusatsu Gaga is pretty good, pretty, pretty good show. I think like in terms of like quality, like Kuga would be top of the list. But in terms of me just watching it as a show and having having that, uh, this, this one's my favorite. Yeah, that makes sense. It's uh pretty nice. I like it. Uh. I mean, are you counting Common Writer Decade in that, by the way? Because, like, that is the one that you base the podcast around. I mean, that's true, but we haven't watched all of Decade in the podcast yet. The, oh, yeah, I know. That's why I was wondering if you were including it. Yeah, I, I don't think it's fair to include it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, beach episode. Yes. Uh, mostly a beach episode. I felt like not a lot happened to this one compared to some of the other ones, but uh, you know, that's it's still nice. I it was about it was about life, Chris. Yeah. Tokusatsu Gagaga is a show about life. I do really like the bit where um the uh the characters are talking in the the diner where they're like don't ever answer any questions about what you're doing on your days off. Because it just leads to more questions that you can't answer. It's like extremely relatable. Yeah, yeah. Tokusatsu Gagaga is extremely re- relatable. <laughs> the the man- the mangaka of this, like obviously, this this I, if they weren't drawing on life experiences, I would be shocked and surprised. Yeah, I mean they they probably are. Even though like, they have like a good friend who just told them their life experiences yeah, or something. I, don't know. I just feel like it's too earnest for it not to be. Yeah, I agree. Um Yeah. So do you wanna like go through the plot of the episode? Yeah, or? let's go through the plot of the episode. I was trying to I was gonna expand on how this episode's about life. And I was trying to form the words in my mind, but my mind wasn't working. Yeah, my mind's also going a little sluggish today. It's been a long week. But, um, you know. I think the the overarching thing of this episode, or the middle part, the beach part, is um, the idea of free time and having a job as an adult. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That that is... Um... One of the big things in this episode is uh, that, 
like all four of the main like the the nerd girls are all hanging out um and the one who's a student is like i'm gonna ha- i'm gonna have to like start doing not student stuff and then i'm gonna have a lot less free time and enjoy my life a lot less and all the rest of them are like yes that is true it will suck and i'm like oh that's really depressing <laughs> that's not like quite how they put it i i feel like i feel like that's more blunt than the blunt character of shiro even portrayed it <laughs> No, like, is is that the case? Am I the, am I the Shiro in this analog? If we were to analog to characters, I I don't know. Maybe. Like I feel like my lack of inflection just kind of puts me in that role. That's true. You might be the kid Shiro, just because no one ever knows what uh, emotion you're expressing when you say normal things. Right. So yeah. I learned that today, watching the episode. I came to that conclusion. <laughs> um, I didn't cast you or Evan, so that's up in the air. I don't know. I'm do- I feel like I don't really... Like, I'm not in social situations where I have to, like, hide my my nerdiness very often, so... Hmm. I'm not sure if I could pick out which which one of them I am. Well... Am I younger than the rest of you? Maybe I'm the, uh, Mia B. Oh, yeah, you are. You youngin? <laughs> By like a year. Yeah, you youngin. <laughs> with your with your college days and dyed hair. I wish. I, I, I assume she has dyed hair, which is why she was wearing the wig for the job interview stuff. Oh, That's yeah. what I'm choosing to do. I definitely, uh, when they walk into the diner and they cannot figure out where she is because she looks so different in her job, her job fairy uniform. Yeah. I thought that was a a nice touch. Also, everybody's outfits are really good in this show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they look nice. That's just like a weird thing to point out. But every time I'm like, man, like the fashion choices in the show are quality every episode. Yeah, well, they do, I mean, they're dressed up a little bit since it's, like, TV and stuff, but I definitely like how it's a little low-key since they're all, like, office workers who don't really, like, have much time for fashion and stuff, so it's a yeah. good balance there. I mean, I'm not even sure, like, how how much it's, uh, like, dressed up. I Like, I could, I could see people wearing that normally. I still think eh. it's neat, though. I agree. We also learn Damien's name in this episode. I think he said his name before. Did he? Maybe yeah, I, I just I, forgot. I, main character lady whose name I forgot just calls him Damien. <laughs> I really don't remember them ever saying his name before this, but maybe. I'm pretty sure, like, I think it was like last episode when like his friends call out to him, they say his real name. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Also, she has a crush, or he has a crush on older lady. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely like uh, when the main character introduces uh, her friend to this kid. I'm like, you're giving that kid such a complex. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have a type for the rest of his life, and this is your fault. I mean, <laughs> oh well. Yeah, it happens. 
Yeah. Which reminds me, there's a lot of things I wanted to screen cap this episode because I thought they were funny. Um, one of them was in that scene when Damien's like, or whatever his real name is, like, what do you like best about uh, Toregger? We're, we're going to pretend that's the name of the blue one. No, it it is. It's Toregger. Oh, cool. And then it's just like, pause. And it's just like, his butt. <laughs> and I'm like, that's that's a good, that's a good, like, screen cap reaction. <laughs> I think, like, the other one was, like, when they were at the beach and they finally decide to do, like, the, the, I can't say the name of what the photo shoot is. Gravor? Yeah, Gravor. Shoot. And then Shiro's just like, Miyabi, get sexy. And she's like, that's (laughs) it. That's the line. Yeah, definitely. The the way everyone's just like, get sexy. And that's a, a thing that just makes sense was pretty comical. I mean, in in the context of the episode, it works. Right, because they've established that lying down while partially wet while wearing a white shirt is the definition of sexy. Yeah. Yeah, that's how that works, right? I mean, probably in a lot of situations, I'd bet. Like, I'm, I'm like, 90% sure I c- that could be, like, the first result of some fate Google search. Uh... Guaranteed. Possibly. What else? Okay, so back. I guess, like, what happens this episode? Well, we start off with in the plot all. Wise. We start with all of the Jushoan characters playing beach volleyball. Also, hundred percent down with this. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. Like, if that was a show, would I watch it? One hundred percent. I mean, but again, like, A, I like sports anime. B, I watched pretty much all of Keijo, so I have no taste as is. Um, But yeah, and then, so it's shown that main character lady, whose name I forgot, which is going to be a problem this episode, um, <laughs> is watching this with uh, Mr. Yakuza. Nakamura. Nakamura is her name. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And yeah, and Mr. Yasuko's like, yeah, you just gotta buy like the kids magazine. And she's uh, like, oh. Yeah, oh. TV Kids is the name of the magazine. Yeah, and then she has a flashback about how her mom is the worst. Which, right. spoilers, her mom is the worst. Continuing to be the worst still, yeah. Um, and then she's like, no, I won't get it, I guess. It's fine. I don't need to have nice things. The thing about her flashbacks to her mom is not just that her mom is, like, weirdly gender-shaming about the things she likes. She's also, like, actively mean about it. Yeah. Yeah, her mom's kind of the worst. Yeah, not just, not just uh, like, you're doing something that I think you shouldn't do. Also, like, I'm going to act like you're being a, di- like, a, I'm going to be a jerk about it, too. Yeah. I think your things are dumb. Also, I'm going to push gender roles on you. Yeah. It's very, very not nice. Agreed. Um. So then there was that, and then there is a photo... Man, actually we just go straight into, like, more gender role stuff, because they're at work, 
and they're talking about how the one lady moved in with her boyfriend and that's a step closer to getting married. So they're like, oh, let's get a picture before she quits her job and becomes a housewife. Yeah, it was definitely like, uh, wait, you're going to get married so that you're definitively going to quit your job then? Like, fuck. Right. So they ask the guy who has a crush on main character's name who I already forgot, which Chris told me. Nakamura. Nakamura. Uh, they get him to take pictures, but he's bad at taking pictures. So then they ask cool guy to take pictures, and he he like sets it up so all the pictures look good. And this oddly comes back later in the episode. Right. I yes. did not see this callback coming. Oh, the bit where like the guy knows how to use a light reflector and shoot from a low angle. Yeah. To get a better perspective. Yeah, I don't I, know if I'm just dumb or if it just legitimately came out of left field. I mean, I didn't know that the rest of the episode was going to be heavily focused on photography, but I was definitely like, yep, that's how you would do a photo in this situation. You'd tell your male coworker to strip his shirt off and then get on the ground? Uh, if you needed uh, extra light reflection, then yeah. If uh, if you're wearing a white shirt, they're pretty easy to use as a light reflector. Huh. I don't. It's... I've never been in a social situation where that's been done. So. Uh, I mean, I've never been in a social situation, but um. I also don't know how cameras work. I was around my dad when he did a lot of photography when I was younger, so I knew that you could do that. Yeah, I don't know how photos work. I don't take good photos. I mean, I don't either. I, like, I think in the past decade, there have probably been, like, five pictures taken of me, ever. So, I don't, like, take photos or get photos taken of me, but, you know, I know how to do it. So that part happens. And then we, and then, like, Kitashiro comes up and is like, hey, by the way, my BFF's coming in. Do you and your friend want to hang out? Because we're all best friends now. Right. Uh, Nakamura is like, yes. And all her other coworkers are like, what the fuck is going on? You don't, no one talks to Kitashiro. What are you doing? And then yeah. we cut to the place <laughs> where there is younger character, Miyabi. I think it's Miyabi. Yeah, Miyabi. it's Miyabi. He's in a wig. I, I, I remember this. I said it earlier because she likes the B-Boys. She's got B in her name. Miyabi. It's very on the nose. Uh, sorry. I mean, that wasn't even towards you. That's just like, that was clearly done on purpose to portray a character trait. Oh, yeah, probably. I, 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 I feel like that's a very Japanese thing. Maybe just, like, in general, but I feel like more in Japanese. Mm, probably, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so they meet up, and then they talk about the bit you were talking about earlier, where they're explaining the situation of how to not talk about your nerdy hobbies in front of your coworkers. <laughs> when like um yoshido and nakamura are like pretending to like be co-workers and ask uh, nakamura questions like their outfits and appearance change to i guess look more normal right yeah i thought that um 
Or to look the... like her two coworkers she was with earlier in the morning. Yeah, the the Tariger lady, like when she pretends to be a normal person asking questions, she looks like a totally different person for a minute she there. She really does. <laughs> so they do that, and then Nakamura's like, yeah, but but what if Beach clearly thinking about the the Tariger um Beach episode? But everybody else thinks it's something else. And then Miyabi's like, but what if we just go to beach? Yeah, she's like, you know, you can just go to the beach whenever you want, right? <laughs> you know you know how beaches work, right? Am I going to be this oblivious when I get a job? <laughs> I added that last part, but... Uh... So they decide they're going to do that and do... A photo shoot, both of, like, the Guvar photo shoot, but also do, like, figure photo shooting. Okay, not Guvar. I'm pretty sure it's Gravor. Gravor, whatever. Slightly risque photo shoot. Yeah. Idols do it a bunch. Yeah. So they're gonna do that, but also take pictures of, of Tokusatsu toys, because that's what you do. Which, like, kind of a shame there's not, like, a Gundam Gunpal, Gun, uh, blah, 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 Gundam, um, Gunpla character. They they would totally fit into the situation well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was definitely, uh, wondering a little bit, like, I wish that Nakamura was more ambitious with her posing of the toys and the, uh, when they get around to taking the photos. It's like, be more dynamic with it, you know? I mean, there there's some pretty good shots. Like, there's the one shot where they use the perspective where they put Nakamura in the shot, like she's hitting the volleyball. That's a good shot. Oh yeah, yeah, the Godzilla one where with the force perspective. That is a pretty good one, actually. Yeah. So then they plan to go to the beach, and oh no! And then on the way back, they meet Damien, who brought a book for Nakamura, and that's where he develops his. Whatever complexes he has now for the rest of his life. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, so I guess the proverb this week was just swoon. <laughs> That's the proverb this week. Um, and then yep. they go to the beach. But it's raining. I definitely liked, uh, th- this was one of the bits that's, uh, I thought was personally relatable, that, um, none of them checked the weather forecast. They made all these plans, but no one thought to check the weather forecast, that because I never check the weather until I am literally just about to leave my house, just to see what temperature it's like. Right. Oh, I- also... The- there's, like, weird, like, American pop culture whiplash in this episode that, like, just as like oh the bit when they play the taylor swift song you mean there's that and then uh miyabi is just wearing a friend's hoodie yes yeah she's straight up wearing a shirt with the friends logo and i was just getting like cultural pop culture reference whiplash (laughs) i was gonna bring that up too i mean the friends thing is kind of fun because like that could actually just be a regular shirt if you don't know that it's a logo for a specific show then it, it looks like it could just be like a generic friendship that is good thing. It's also it's also part of the theme of the episode. Right. 
It's about friends. Because they're like, oh, I never would have been able to do this without you all. Friendship is an important theme. <laughs> but, uh, okay, the Taylor Swift song is there's a bit where they're imagining Nakamura in a in the Groover photo shoot. And uh, it's like playing We're Never Ever Getting Back Together in the background. Which yeah, is... It's super weird. Yeah, I was definitely like, wait a minute, am I getting audio from somewhere else when that part of the episode came up? Same. Um, so they get there, and it rains, and they go to Seaside Shop? Question mark? I don't know, food place. Yeah, it's one of those little beach, like, beach food shacks that... Apparently are very typically Japanese because you see them in like every anime. Right. And they're and they get a bunch of food and they're looking at the weather and it's like, oh, like tomorrow is supposed to be okay. But everybody's like, oh no, I'm an adult. I have things to do tomorrow. Uh yeah. Which sucks. Yeah, Miyabi's like, I could just cancel my bus back. Uh we we could still do this if we just do it tomorrow. Everyone else is like, no, we can't do that. Yeah. And then they talk about the work stuff and how work sucks, which, like, mood. (laughs) Um, And then, like, the owner's, like, granddaughter comes in and she has a colored backpack. And apparently colored backpacks are a new fad. Or not, like, new fad, but I guess, like, new option. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Before I do the backpack thing, yeah, there's a bit when Nakamura says, uh, compared to when you're in school, there'll be a lot of days when you just go home, sleep, work, rinse and repeat. And I'm like, that's so depressing. (laughs) But, like, it's the most, one of the most true things said this episode. Right, yes. That is definitely working life, which is, like, super soul-crushing, because, you know doesn't give you any time to have like an internal life right so then backpacks okay right but okay so backpacks apparently they used to just come in red and black and they were intended to be black for guys and red for girls uh but now they have like multi like multiple colors like little the girl has a lavender one right and apparently like it that was a thing when Miyabi was in school, but everybody else who was older was like, well, fuck you, we didn't have that. I mean, they're not mad about it, they're just... They're slightly mad about it. Okay, yeah, they are a little annoyed about it. <laughs> and like, again, this, this is just a cultural thing I don't have a reference to. I never um... really paid attention to the backpacks. Like, the only thing I can think of is the dragon maid, dragon maid scene. Yeah, I definitely was also thinking of that, because that's a super cute scene. <laughs> But uh, I definitely remember that, like, red became less socially acceptable for boys after once you reach a certain age. That happens in America. But red is the color of, like, violence. Yeah, it depends, you know, in what context. You can definitely not have any light shades of red because that is just too feminine. Yeah, it would be close to pink and you can't have pink. He says as he looks at all his peripherals that are glowing a purple color right now. <laughs> um, and then 
Nakamura goes into her backstory about her mom is the worst. Yep, more memories about her mom being the worst. She's got a lot of those. And then it cuts back, and everybody's just, like, staring at her intently. And she's like, what? And she's like, and everybody's just like, we weren't expecting this to get so goddamn sad. <laughs> yeah, like, you you depressed everyone with that story. And even, like, the like the sh- owner of the shop is there listening in. <gasps> and then they try to order more food, and he's like, nah, I closed the grill. I thought you were done. <laughs> Yeah, I was definitely like, is he going to turn it back on or nope, nope, there's just no more food for you. Yep. And then you're talking about stuff and then Miyabi says something that sets Kitashiro off to then borrow like a a giant tetherball. I don't know what it actually is. It looks like a tetherball though. It's a it's a buoy. Like, oh yeah, also that. Yeah. Like, you throw it in the water and it would float. Yeah, but it reminds me of a tetherball. It definitely looks a little like a tetherball, yeah. Okay, good. My next thing was going to be like, Chris, do you know what a tetherball is? A ball and a tether? Yeah. Yes. Are you aware of the game tetherball? I am, yes, I okay. am. Okay, we don't have to go into that then. I don't, like, I don't know how, like, how widespread that is. That could just be like a... I was going to say that could just be a Midwest thing, but I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> well, if I'm being honest, honestly, like, uh, I do remember there being, like, tetherball poles set up at an elementary school I went to when I was young, but I don't actually know how you play that game or what the rules of it are or the objective at all. Oh, so well, I guess so... I know that tetherball exists, but I don't know what you actually do. So to to play tetherball, what what you're trying to do is you're trying to wrap the tether around the pole to then have like the ball hit it at the end, and that's how you win. So you're okay. hitting it back and forth between you and your opponent, and then you're trying to get it a past your opponent to then wrap around the pole. Oh, okay. And then you can't touch the the tether. That makes sense. And that's pretty much tetherball in a nutshell. Okay. Yeah. That uh. That's a pretty reasonable game i i guess i could have guessed that if i had thought about it a little more yeah so like i'm like semi unclear like how they get from inside to outside with the blunt object and like what that what like the plan was i was definitely wondering if there was maybe a slight lack of translation in here or something because uh apparently um okay so by hearing blunt object in the when they're eating, Kitashiro is like, that gives me an idea to borrow a buoy and use it as a prop in a photo shoot where we like kick up sand with it and pretend and like create some effects to to take photos. I was like, that's a very tenuous jump there, but okay. Also like <laughs> What like what makes that more acceptable to do in the rain than just doing your photo shoot in the rain? Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, uh, graffiti photos usually involve a certain kind of lighting that is not not overcast. So, oh, I guess maybe this would be easier. It, like it would look less. I feel wrong. like the rain would help help with other parts, though. 
That's true, but the, um, you would have to have your own lighting set up. Are you telling that. me that Yoshida did not just Yoshida did not just have a lighting setup that we didn't see? No, she she did not apparently bring a lot of lights with her. Um. Anyway, so they go out to do that, and uh, it's not raining anymore. Yeah, and they, they do a whole thing where nobody notices that it's not raining. But uh, yeah, they bring in like um the karaoke monster. He's a time controlling monster. Oh, now. yeah. I mean, they're all the same. Right, because they only have one villain outfit. Yeah. And they talk about, like, the not a gravure or whatever word that is photo shoot. We're like... Oh, God. Yeah, I did definitely want to bring up the bit when uh, when Kitashiro is like, we've got to have the ideal gravure photo shoot where we, like, make uh, weird concepts. and Where, um... where we make murder hot. <laughs> yeah, and uh, her, her friend's... Miyabi is apparently has very specific ideas about what is sexy because she's uh she's like oh yeah like that one idol and he could be a, a regular fisherman but he's also secretly a serial killer i was like lady you are revealing a lot about yourself right here i mean i'm not here to kink shame yeah i'm not gonna judge but that's a very specific kink Um, so then Yoshido makes Nakamura go get some shovels <laughs> because they gotta do the effect right. You can't, you can't half-ass this effect. Right. Yeah. Their plan is to dig a hole in the beach big enough for people to get inside. And then throw the sand up so it looks proper. Right. So then they do that. Uh, and then... yeah. Which would take, like forever <laughs> that is a lot of digging yeah and then they have their heart to heart about like you know work sucks but like you still get some free time it's not all work okay Jared, i know you work. said this was relatable but have you considered that part of the reason that you don't have as much free time as you'd like is because you keep agreeing to do podcasts uh i don't know what you're talking about uh, mm, mm. Chris, Are... I only do two podcasts. <laughs> I mean, like two and a half. Like the third one isn't started yet. I, I'm not counting it. Okay. Also, like it's only like a handful of hours out of the week. That's true, but you know, it it stacks up, you know. You know, you ever you ever think you shouldn't just put me on blast? <laughs> I just thought I wanted to tease you a little bit, but rude. I would like to point out I also feel called out by this comment as someone who has set up notes for three and edited two today alone. Um, so they talk about that, and I guess that resolves that. And was like, yeah, that sounds good. And Yoshida's like, yeah. They're they're foreshadowing a thing later. That, that's what's right. happening here. Yeah. So they, I don't. Did we? We didn't really mention that they do spend a freaking forever digging up part of the beach so that they can create this effect. They do eventually get a pretty good photo out of it. Yeah, they get a pretty good photo out of it. Like I do like how um, uh, what's what's the name of Tiger Lady? I, I forget her actual Yoshida? name. Yeah, Yoshida. Like Yoshida did actually bring a proper reflector with her. 
And when uh, Nakamura sees it, she's like, oh, that's what the white shirt thing was about. That's how photos work. Yeah, reflectors like that are actually really nice. They're they're very useful if you have never tr- actually used one before. <sighs> yep. They have so- a white side and a gold side, you might have noticed. The, uh, the gold side is like... Um, that's usually good for a lot of, when you're lighting a person indoors, it's like a shade of light that just usually looks good in a photo, but, uh, yeah. Gotcha. White is just for general lighting purposes. That's why they have different colors on each side. Makes sense. Yep. So they do that, and then they notice it's not raining anymore. Yeah. Spoilers. I After guess. they've been digging for like three or four hours or whatever. Right. Like, you think they would have like been like, huh, there's no water getting in this hole that we're digging. Uh, so when they do that, and then Yoshida's like, okay, Miyabi, get sexy. And then she just immediately strips in front of them. Which, it's just her hoodie, but the way I said it makes it funnier. Right, yeah. That she was just, the joke. Just takes off her outer layer. I guess all of them show up wearing, like, three layers, don't they? Yeah. You gotta dress in layers. Then, on the way back, they're like, or Nakamura and Yoshida are talking on the way back. And Nakamura's like, man, we should we should super do this again before Miyabi has to be an adult and her life sucks. <laughs> and Yoshida's like, yeah, about that. I'm actually doing a bunch of stuff with life now, so... I don't got free time no more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, what, going to school for something? It's like school, part-time job, and photography. Right, yeah. It's like, that sounds sounds pretty packed. Yeah, because she's trying to get, um, like, a certification or something to be, like, a professional photographer or something yeah. like that. She'd probably be good at it. Like, I'm, they hire people to do, like, the cool, like, toy posing picture stuff. Right. Though, I think you, you usually have to have, like, a portfolio before you get hired for professional work like that. But right. I'm well, guessing that would probably be part of the going to school for it. Yeah. That's why she's so good at taking photos of the dude's butt. Right? Remember at the live show? That happens, right? Yeah, I remember. I wasn't sure. I could have been like, did I just fabricate this in my mind? (laughs) No, you did not. But yeah, so there's a big montage while they're all riding the bus home and stuff. About how they're all having a good day. Or had a good time. Yeah, it seemed like a a nice weekend day. Yep. And then Nakamura goes back to work. And in a callback to when they're talking about how you don't want to talk to your coworker about things um, that you're doing over the weekend, it came up that like, oh, if you say you're going to the beach, you got to bring them back stuff and things. And she brings them back stuff anyway. Right. So that's nice. And, they're, and then they're like, oh, thanks. Hey, show us some pictures from the beach. Yeah, the the, uh, the bringing the stuff back, this is like a specifically Japanese tradition. It's called omiyage, and they're like souvenirs. It's like, apparently, everywhere you go, there are like little souvenir shops, and you're supposed to just buy like little stuff to give people as a record of the trip when you come back. So you're just supposed to like, think of your co-workers when you're on your trip? 
I mean, you you buy them for like friends and family and stuff too, but yeah. When I think of a souvenir, I generally think of it, it okay, in America when you get a souvenir from a trip, it's usually like something personal to remind you of the trip, but apparently in Japan when you get omiyage, they're like little like snacks or something that you can give out to people. It's just like a thing, you know. I mean, I am pro snack. Yeah, I mean, it, I'll I'll eat some regional cookies, sure. So, and then they ask for a picture, and then Nakamura's like, "Fuck, I don't have any pictures that are not just of these figures." <laughs> and then Yoshida texts her, or not Yoshida, um, Kitashiro, and then. Nakamura looks up and she sees Kirishiro and they like do like the nod. And then Nakamura like looks at the picture and is like, nope. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty funny. Uh, after a minute, she's like, uh, I don't have any pictures. And she's like holding her phone behind her back. And the camera shows that Kirishiro had sent her a photo of like her like posing all sexy like on the beach. And she was not going to show them that photo. Right. You can't do that. I mean, you could, but she won't. Yeah, like, you could, but it would be weird. Yeah. Um. So then, like, the last bit of this episode is just based around, like, this interaction at the uh, fast food place, question mark? It definitely seems like it's a, uh, I mean, it's a place where you can get a kid's meal and it comes with a toy, so. Yeah. And Nakamura's oh, like, shit. yes, I did it. I finally got the goddamn sentai toy instead of the stupid hairband on the on the door there is a sign that says espanol burger japan (laughs) and they have a sign on the wall that says bacon and cheese and sand i mean it sounded good till the sand part i'm assuming it is going is they are trying to say sandwich and not just here is the sandwich with some sand in it Oh, that that makes sense. <laughs> um, so yeah, she finally gets the toy, and then she sees like this little girl there, and she like plays with the toy in front of her, and the little girl's like, "Ah, this toy is so cool." And her mom's like, "What do you want to eat?" And she's like, "I want the kids' meal with the toy." Right. But then her mom gets her the the girl toy, and she's like, "But I don't want that toy. I want the cool toy." Right. Yeah, and the toys are okay. So there's one of Shishi Leo, and he's and he's like it's one of those pull back and it like goes forward little car toys. Except this one's a motorcycle. Right. Uh, those are pretty fun, you know. That's a great toy. I mean, they're better than a fucking like Haribo. Yeah, the other one is like a ribbon that's branded after a Magical Girl anime, which is also cute. But yeah, I would definitely see wanting to have the little car toy because it has more interactability. I mean, one is a toy. Yeah, one is an actual toy and one is a decoration. But her mom is like, no, have this girl one because gender roles. And then Nakamura's like, I I relate to this greatly. And then flashes back to her mother. She's like, I'm just going to take a minute to project super hard on this little kid. Right. And then in the end, the little kid loses the argument and she gets the hair bow and she's sad. 
I definitely felt it a little bit when Nakamura is thinking to herself, like after she watches this conversation and the, the little girl ends up getting the little bow thing. She's like, <sighs> young children lack the vocabulary to like adequately win an argument with an adult. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah mood there. Pretty much. But then, luckily enough, the like the mother and the daughter sit next to Nakamura. She just comes up with this amazing plan to just like use the toy to send it over to her. <laughs> right. I really like the uh the the bar cutaway thing. Yeah, the bar cutaway is pretty funny, honestly. The this is orange juice. Yeah, because she imagines like herself as a cool bartender sliding a drink down to the kid. <laughs> And uh I mean, the the best thing about this is is Shishi Leo in a fucking suit. Yeah. Just like holding up a cocktail and giving a thumbs up. Yeah, just like a took like a Power Rangers guy in an like a professional looking suit <laughs> who is like tipping a martini glass. There's like a ninety five percent chance I'm just gonna use this as my new avatar on Twitter or something. It's pretty great, honestly. He gives a thumbs up too. Yeah. It's really good. But then Oh, and then she does it, and then, like, it, it just, like, cutaways to the toy, and the toy's like, leave it to me, Nakamura, I'll get it, the, and then it just the, flies off the table. The, the funny thing was, is, uh, she pulls the thing, like, all the way back, and I'm like, Nakamura, that's, it's gonna go far enough to just fly off the edge of the table. Nakamura, what do you, don't, don't pull it all the way back. And, yes, that is exactly what happens. But, but it works out anyway. Because then the girl, like, goes to pick up the toy, and to give it back to her and she's like no you can have this yeah it like lands in a potted plant and uh the, the little girl picks it up while her mom is clearing off the trays yeah and she's like you can have this and she's like but my mom said that i shouldn't have it and nakamura's like your mom's dumb you're allowed to like what you want also the show is sundays at seven thirty. <laughs> yeah like uh yeah you should like what you like and then she flashes back about how she wishes someone would do that to her and pictures Shay Shay Leo giving her the black backpack that she wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, I really do like the bit where she's like, I wish I'd had an adult to tell me that it was okay to, to like things as a kid. That was really relatable to me. Like, I know it's probably not relevant at all anymore just because culture is different now, but when I was a kid... Every adult I knew thought it was stupid to play video games and was, like, constantly yelling at me about it. So the first time I ever, like, met someone who was in their 20s who liked video games, I was like, oh my god. This is such... Like, there are older people who like this. Older people play video games. I mean, that was when I was, like, eight or nine. But, you know, that sort of stuff is important when you're a kid. That's true. I didn't have that because my parents played video games. Because I ruined their social life. <laughs> That's what children do, yeah. So to solve that, they played video games and then ruined me. <laughs> Good job. So that's kind of the last bit in the episode. There's a little bit more where there's like, uh, there's more bits... It's kind of, like, metaphorical, because the mom is, like, picking out a hat for Nakamura, and they play this with the villain from the, uh, the Jushouan show, 
like pulling out a secret sword in a cave. Yeah. Oh, oh the sword's got a good name too. It's like something pollution blade. Uh, it, it's like a really dumb, like super toyetic sword name. Poison Pollution Blade. Yeah, Poison Pollution Blade. That's like some Captain Planet level shit. <laughs> yeah, and then they show... The hat that her mom picks out is pretty ugly. Yeah, it is really ugly. I thought it was like... I thought it was a pincushion at first when they showed it, honestly. You're not wrong. Yeah, but then, yeah, it cuts it against like the villain getting the sword and her mom having like the key to her apartment. Yeah. So it's playing up, like, her being the villain, which, like, true. She is kind of the villain of the show, yeah. So it seems like next episode we'll be dealing with that. Yeah. There's a bit where they show Shishi Leo pulling out a super sword from a treasure chest or something. Yeah. That I like how his sword looks like a monster hunter weapon. It kind of does. It looks like a, like a, short, a sword and shield sword. Yeah, it does. With a big chain wrapped around it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and that was the episode. Yep. That is the end of this one. In, in like, the preview for next episode, we learn that uh, Nakamura has the siblings. Yeah, she has a brother that has apparently never come up before now. Which I was definitely a little bit, like... I think that would have been relevant to bring up. Right, like, where was this during the flashbacks? Yeah, she's had a lot of flashbacks, and I bet this would play into, like, her mom's weird gender role thing a lot, so seems like maybe it should have come up before now, but whatever. It is what it is. Oh, man, I'm actually just frozen on this frame, and, like, she has, like, some of those, like, metal grid things to hang, like, toku toys from her wall. And I'm like, that's a good idea. I should steal that. Oh, like the metal grids that people hang them on at, like, uh, conventions and stuff? Yeah. Hmm. Let me send you this, because it even has, like, the... It even has, like, a cork board with, like, charms laid on it, just like Rachel does. <laughs> like, this, this is just weirdly, like, topically relevant to me right now. You're looking for more display space? I'm just looking to put things on my walls, I guess. I, I just want to take down this 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 saber wall scroll that's been up here for, it's got to be at least a decade at this point. You've had a saber wall scroll up for that long? Yeah, I think I, yeah, it's been it's been at least since high yeah I've high school was more than ten years ago for me so. <laughs> I have a saber wall scroll, but that was like the first gift that Rachel ever gave me so I kind of just keep it up for sentimental reasons. Uh, yeah, I don't have a sentimental one. It's just like, if it wasn't on the wall, my wall would be super white. <laughs> the color. Actually, now that I look about it, the top bar on that thing has kind of bowed up a little bit. I'm gonna need to fix that at some point. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, put, a, I put the picture in chat where you can see it in the background. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's a good idea. I should steal that. That is a good idea. I hope those aren't that expensive. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't think they would be. Why does she have a random starfish displayed on there? I, I think it's like, maybe like a throwing weapon or like a ninja star or like a badge from uh, the one metal hero show she likes. Oh yeah, that would make sense, I guess. Because it's it right could below be the like walkie-talkies. A badge. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, we should probably sign off and not just like talk forever. I, that's probably. I mean, you don't want to talk about like nerdy room decoration more. I mean, I wouldn't mind. We can lean on this fine. This is a podcast on the internet at journeythroughthedecacast.com where, you know, there's like links and shit. You can do things. Yep. Do you know um, what else people can do, Chris? Uh, lots of stuff. Do you know what else they can do that's relevant to this show? Uh, send us an email. Also true. Do you know what else people can do that's relevant to this show that just so happened to come out and be a legal thing you can do right now? Oh, yes I do, actually. You can watch Kamen Rider Kuga on Tokushatsu, if you cool. would like. Gl- glad you caught that setup, Chris. <laughs> Good job. Well, you d- you, did- you didn't tell me beforehand, so... <laughs> I-, I mean, I was hoping you'd just get it. But yeah, if you uh, are interested, uh, Kamen Rider Kuga got its uh, official English release through the Tokushatsu thing. Uh, it'll be a little different from the version we watched, because I saw that they were subtitling the Grungi dialogue in the version that's on there. Yeah. But uh, it's if you are looking for a watch-along podcast, then go ahead and listen to the first season of Tokusatsu. Wait, that's not what our show is called. Journey Through the Decacast. There you go. We're, we're, we're getting there. Well, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're relevant and topical. <laughs> sort of. I mean, we talked about Kuga. Spoilers. Kuga's good. Yeah, Kuga's a fun show. Spoilers. It seemed like a lot of people... A lot of people were really excited about Kuga being available on Tokushatsu, so... Yeah. See, now we we just get to sit here and guess about what the third show's gonna be. If they're gonna do, like, V3 to, like, go back to, like, Showa, or if maybe they're gonna do, like, Double to start doing Neo Heisei stuff. What, What was the first one they did? Original Kamen Rider. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Huh. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, double, double would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, are they just going to do... Um, uh, what's what's the one that's after Kuga? Uh, Agito. Agito, yeah. I was trying to remember the name. Like, it would make sense to just do Agito next, but... Eh. I mean, Agito is like a weird, like, soft sequel to Kuga. Maybe they'll do uh, Fies soon, since uh, people like that one. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like unsure if other people like it. I know I like it a lot. <laughs> uh, Gaim possibly because that one had some uh, buzz in America because of the writer. Yeah, I mean, I think it was just because of the writer. Right, but I mean, I don't. I mean, if they're we... if you're pulling out ones to subtitle for American release, I f- like the ones that people have heard of are probably going to be the ones they want to do early. That's probably fair. Or they might just alternate back to Showa. I'm like, unsure. Yeah, that would be interesting. So, you know. I am curious where they're going to go with that. Me too. Anyway, um, until next time, we've just been a passing through podcast. Remember that. <laughs>